Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abidimam Show. It's great to be back. I'll be joined by someone who Fremantle Dockers fans will have a soft spot in their hearts for, or they should, because he was there during the tough times in the 90s, a bit of a cult hero. Um, I'm talking about none other than Clive Waterhouse. Fantastic to reminisce with him, being part of those memorable moments for the club. And just a heads up that the sound quality is not all Australian standard, but the guest sure is. And without further ado, here's Clive. Clive, big welcome. Happy to be here. So you started out playing soccer. Uh, what position were you playing? Oh, what position? No, I was playing as a. I played as a striker in um, in soccer. Yeah, and and when I was a kid, um, I played a little bit in goals, um, but mainly as a striker. And then what turned you to AFL uh, from being a soccer player? I was playing soccer um, all the way through high school and whatnot, and then year 12 they were a little bit short with their football team, so I basically you know, had a few games with the school team, and um, and I don't know, just the following year I was playing cricket with a bunch of guys, and, and um, there, was a, there was a football trial match on, and again they were a bit short, so I so went out and and had a kick, and yeah, the rest is history, basically. Let's uh, fast forward a little bit to becoming the number one draft pick for the Free Battle Dockers. Uh, what do you remember about that whole process and, and making the move to Fremantle? Because uh, I remember guys like Matthew Pavlich, who moved from South Australia to WA, had a bit of trepidation initially. Yeah, well, I think I think initially I was um, it was. Uh, it was a bit of a bit of excitement, I suppose, because the first year that the club was in um, in the AFL, they they played a pretty ex- exciting brand of footy, and, and it was quite attractive um, to watch, and and you know it was pretty exciting, um, you know, to think that I'd have been a part of that. So um, I suppose when Pav came in, um, came in the draft, the club had been in the system for you know had been in the AFL for you know a number of years. I would have thought at that stage without with with um, with little success, so so I could see why he would have had, um, you know, he would have had a bit of hesitation um, moving across. Uh, what do you remember from your Fremantle debut when you first got to wear the the purple and the anchor? Yeah, it was a bit different. Um, you know, it was a it was a different um, uh, feeling, I suppose, for me because you know I came from a, a very traditional club in in Port Adelaide, you know, with a lot of success and. And um, you know we had we had um, I wouldn't say we had great facilities or anything like that, but you know we had half decent facilities for a for a SNFL club and and um, and then when we went when I went over to over to Perth the, the facilities um, you know weren't as weren't as good as what um, what I was used to at at, um, at my SNFL club, so that was that was a bit um, that was a bit different. Uh, you were there for some of the uh, some of the big moments for Frio. A lot of the firsts. Uh, one of them was you know that first Western Derby victory um, yes. back in '99. What do you recall from that day? The celebrations. Uh, take us through that for one of that historic moments for Fremantle. Oh, that was that was a you know that was a big relief. I suppose. I mean, both clubs weren't really going that well. Um, you know, at that stage. Um, you know, I think I think from memory it was. It was um, it was quite um, quite wet. Um, yeah, the Eagles had a pretty um, older older side in at that stage because a lot of their a lot of their um, you know their stars and whatnot were were quite were aging. Um, 
and um, you know it was it was a big relief because you know the the um, the Eagles had basically um, bullied um, the Dockers for for many many years um, prior to prior to that um, that win, and, and I think from that point onwards it, it um, you know the tables turned um, for 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 many years to come, and and I, I don't think. I don't think clubs are the two clubs are that far away when it comes to um, comes to the amount of derby wins um, that they won each now. I don't think. And then it definitely evened up the ledger. I mean, when when the demolition derby occurred in two thousand, uh, that was the big moment, and you kicked seven goals. But thousands of people turned up to that game, not knowing that it would be one of the games that we talk about all these years later. And uh, what did you have for breakfast? Because it was one heck of a performance. <laughs> Um, you know, I think it was a it was a big build up during the week. I mean, both clubs again, um, you know, weren't doing weren't doing that great. Um, and it was an opportunity, I think, for for us to you know, I suppose again, put a put a bit of a you know, bit of a line in the sand and you know and, and say, look, you know, we're not going to get we're not going to get bullied anymore. Um, and uh, and that's basically what happened. I mean, I think the guys went out there and some, you know, some. Uh, you know, took it to to the nth degree, I suppose, and and um, you know others, you know others just played footy, I suppose. So it was a, it was a big period in your career. I mean, you got to play in the international rules series in '99 in, at the MCG in front of you know sixty seventy thousand people, and that was when the international rules series had a massive following. Yep. Uh, I'm sure you got took your soccer skills there, and uh, what was that experience like? Yeah, it was that um, was quite enjoyable because of that. You know, it sort of brought back a few memories, I suppose, of, of, um, you know, of of uh, previous years when I'd been playing soccer and 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 whatnot. Um, and it was it was quite enjoyable. I mean, it was a bit of a, um, I suppose, a bit of a a, a step back. In, so I had to sort of step back a little bit because you know you're playing with guys like Silvani and you, know, you sort of had to pinch yourself. You know, Silvani and um, Geez, who else was playing? There was, you know, Buckley was playing. Um, there was a few guys that just played in the in the um, in the grand final, like Camparelli and uh, Ben Cousins. I suppose was playing. Um, who else? Matthew Richardson. Um, then you had Michael O'Loughlin and and Peter Burgoyne. Um, ben Hart. There's a few guys from from Adelaide um, that were playing as well, which I knew. Which was, you know, it was it was a fantastic time and and a good chance to bond with people that. That you um, you never got to play with um, previously and, and got to know. So we were sort of in camp, I suppose, and playing for about for about for about four weeks, and um, it was a really enjoyable time. Um, you know, something that I'll remember. You know, remember for you know for years to come. All legendary players, uh, and everyone shaped by the players they grow up watching. Who were some of your idols? <laughs> um. Oh, Maradona, Pelé. <laughs> I don't know. You know the Paul Gascoigne. Oh, Paul Gascoigne, all soccer players, oh, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Brilliant. I mean, that's what I grew up on. I came out here when I was a kid, and, and um, you know, I, I'm basically just a, a sports lover, to be honest with you. So, I didn't really have any any favourite players when it came to you know when it came to footy. Um, you know, obviously, when I was a kid. Growing up, my main the main sport that I followed was you know was soccer. So most of my most of my people that I most of my players that I followed and idled and whatnot were all soccer players. 
brilliant. So to end, we'll have a couple of fan questions. Uh, this one's from Things I Made on Instagram. Uh, what's your favourite Fremantle jersey? My favourite one. I like I like the away the current away jersey. Come on, the one on purple. Yeah, that's the uh, grand final jersey from 2013. Yes, yes, I was there. Yeah, same. That was uh, that was one heck of an experience with the the march. It would have been a pretty nostalgic for you as well to see the team that you played for yeah. make it. Yeah, no, that was amazing, and you know, obviously, um, you know, I was hoping that was going to be um, you know a start of of something great, but yeah, sort of didn't really get to that next hurdle um, the following year, which was disappointing. But but I'm sure, and I'm hoping that we'll get there. You know, hopefully we'll get there with the current squad in the next you know next couple of years, two or three years, and I see they're building at the moment, which is great. A couple more to go. This one's from Megan uh, Megan Wood on Facebook. Which coach was the most influential in your career? Um, I'd have to say, you know, I mean, Damien Drum sort of gave me the belief. Um, you know, at the time, um, you know, and then I suppose I played my best footy under him, so I'd have to say I'd have to say him. Um, you know, unfortunately, um, coaches after him, I you know had a few injuries and all that sort of stuff, and wasn't able to perform at my best. So that's footy, and that's you know that's professional um, sport for you. This one's from Tom Lapsley. Uh, do you stay in touch with any of your uh, female teammates? Um. No, not really. Um, you know, I bumped into, I bumped into, or well, had lunch with Tony Modra um, um, just last week. But other than that, I, I, you know, if I bump into him or, or whatever, yes. But you know, we're not. I haven't got any real close, um, close friends that I've got um, that I played with, um, that I still contact with. I'm um, in contact with. Um, you know, I made a lot of friends outside of outside of footy, and. Um, you know, I do catch up with them, and and I still have a lot of a lot of people that we we still ca- keep in contact with over in WA. But yeah, they're not not people from the club. An athlete's uh, career ends where many people's life starts, and how's how's life going for you at the moment? Yeah, good. Yeah, I can't complain. Yeah, I can't complain. Um, you know, I've been at the same company. I've been at a um, in a sales role for for a company called Steg Bar, who are who are. Um, you know, all through Australia, um, and and I've been there for about seven years now. Um, I was at another couple of other sales roles before that for um, three and four years after after footy. So I haven't really moved around too much, but I'm pretty much settled in the in the building industry now. So um, yeah, and I, I enjoy enjoy my job, um, enjoy my life. Got a couple of kids, so yeah, things aren't going too bad. Fantastic, Clive. I must uh, thank you for joining me today and, and also for the memories. And hopefully we can see you at the, uh, maybe the new Perth Stadium sometime or the new Fremantle uh, Elite Training Facility. <laughs> the club has changed yes. very much from the olden days. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having a bit of a tour around the new facility in the next couple of weeks. Um, so I'm heading over over that way um, in a couple of weeks. So, so it'd be good to have a look to see what, um, you know, what the new, what the players um, have to put up with these days. Um and see what their training facilities are compared to what, what mine were. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Well, uh, thanks, Clive. Absolute pleasure. No worries. Thanks for the call. Wait for the siren, and the Dockers will win a remarkable Western Derby.